No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for listening and downloading the podcast. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get to this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I wanted to expound a little bit on what we talked about. Uh, we talked a little bit about the lack of electric vehicle charging stations along major corridors of the United States, which kind of lends to the argument that the infrastructure bill that President Biden keeps bragging about having passed didn't do anything to actually do anything for infrastructure. It just kind of went into the deep pockets of his campaign donors, and it brings about uh, echoes of Obama past, doesn't it? Then we get into the recent speech in Waco by former President Donald Trump, some of the things he said that the crowd liked, and especially some of the stuff that he said that the crowd didn't like. And it leads to the conclusion that he has got to pivot away from the sophomoric campaigning of 2016 and get serious about what he did and explaining what he did when he was in office. It's very important. Otherwise, we're going to hand it all back to Biden and Harris and the Democrats. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Joining us up there in North Florida, right up there somewhere where the trees get taller than the houses. Uh-huh. It's Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Mr. Captain. Okie dokie. Thank you very much, guys and gals. They're working up a sweat tonight. It is 75 degrees here right now. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit warmer than it was last week up here. The storms went through. You should be getting them a little bit, but that's fine. It's springtime. Actually, we're not going to get storms. They're going to miss us. We're yeah, we're in one lucky. of those patterns where we're not going to get any rain for probably the next five days. Well, enjoy the sunshine. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. Well, I made that crack about the gasoline because we just got a little message here from uh, one of our listeners, Mark. Uh, he says, Captain, I just traveled yesterday uh, 656 miles from Newington, Connecticut to Columbus, Ohio. Charging stations along I-80 are non-existent. Thank God for gasoline. Yeah, I, you know, if, unless they make the infrastructure for these for these mandates that they're trying to impose on people, it's going to cause a, a whole bunch of havoc. Already you know, is. So, yeah, you have to play all of the above instead of, hey, hey, we have to exclude everything and change everything right now before you're prepared to do it. And the technology for for EVs for long distance are not there yet. So instead of cramming this stuff down everybody's throat, why don't we do all of the above and let the market decide what people want? That's the beauty of capitalism. And they do have gasoline vehicles that have electric motors attached to them that, uh, you you know, that they can do that if they want to. And that's... I uh, remember... mm -hmm. I remember going to Jacksonville maybe about 10 years ago and we rented an H2 and it had, it was electric and, and gasoline hybrid. It got 700 miles to the tank 
It was beautiful, wonderful vehicle. And then all of a sudden they disappeared for quite a long time because it was only supposed to be electric vehicles. If you're going to do something, just do it smart. Yep. And right now that whole, the whole industry that's trying to force you, the whole ideology is trying to force you into doing things. They're not doing things smart. They're doing, they're, they're thinking ideologically, not, not cerebrally. It's beyond ridiculous. And we should all be very tired of it. Well, one of the reasons they're not doing anything smart is because the guy yeah. that's in charge of all of it, John Kerry, wasn't smart to begin with. John Kerry could take up a week's worth of shows with all the things that he hasn't done correctly in his life. There needs to come a time when that entire movement, because you're going back to the 60s with the, with the people who were Russian dupes in the anti-war movement there, there's got to come a time when they fall out of favor and fall out of power because they've done a great job of, of hobbling and destroying the United States. Yep. Now we're going to talk about uh, the Trump rally in a little bit after the break here. And we're also going to talk about some polling uh, data that's come out, which has remained constant. And that's the only reason I'm going to mention it. Uh, but uh, in the interim, real quick, uh, the district attorney, Mr. Bragg, doesn't appear to have the luxury to reject the GOP demands. He's got to pay attention to what's going on. Well, he should. This is prosecutorial misconduct. He's digging up a case from long ago. Trump was not in, was not in public office when it happened. Everything he did was, whether it's embarrassing or not, is, there's nothing illegal about it. You know, you want to start talking about paying off people with hush money, you go back to Bill Clinton and Paula Jones. That was an issue. That should have been something that was looked into because that was while he was po- he was a political person. And he, where did the money come from? It came from out of his campaign fund. All right. Trump did wasn't illegal. Hold that thought, folks. We'll be right back with more with Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. When you need to know, the Captain's America Third Watch is the place to go. Overnight, live, 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time on this station. More common sense, conservative talk. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. I always had to be so good, no one could ignore me. Carve my path with data and drive. But some people only see who I am on paper. The paper ceiling. The limitations from degree screens to stereotypes that are holding back over 70 million stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time for skills to speak for themselves. Find resources for breaking through barriers at tearthepaperceiling.org. Brought to you by Opportunity at Work and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. All righty, thank you very much. And this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Moss Family Automotive, MossNissan.com. 
Go to that website, tell them the Captain Center, you'll be glad you did. Okay, back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Hello, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Uh, kind of a little fun here. We're going to have a little fun with Christine. Uh, Christine in Sarasota says, uh, she says, what about uh, sitting above the battery? That I think that's that's not healthy. Well, you made a comment. Now, what did you say about the battery, sitting over the battery? Well, I did. I, I said something in just about it being seat warmers for people uh, above the Mason-Dixon line of built-in seat warmers, but the, I wouldn't want to be sitting on top of that battery when it catches fire or explodes. Oh, no. No, no, no. You know, lithium lithium fires are not the easiest thing to put out. So it's not the it's not the safest way to travel. No, no. So I think gray I think Greyhound was. I think that's what they said back in the sixties. Greyhound was. Well, it it was Greyhound was a great way to go. Uh, matter of yeah. fact, it used to cost ten bucks to get on the bus and go from uh, let's see, go from Syracuse to Albany if you wanted to go yeah, over there I mean, and do something. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was, if you if you liked if you liked riding, that was the way to go back then. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it is today, but. Uh, me neither. Me neither. It's better than better than sitting on top of a lithium battery. <laughs> All right, here we go. Over the weekend, President Donald Trump returned to the campaign rally trail in Waco, Texas, with a huge crowd. His his big uh, what he said that got a lot of people's attention was, and I quote: "2024 is the final battle. That's going to be the big one. You put me back in the White House, their reign will be over." And America will be a free nation once again. See, I, I remember the biggest point of that rally being him saying something negative about the Samus, the crowd going silent. He did say that. Yep. Yeah. As much as he wants to get out there and do what he did in, in 2016 in order to get elected, he's got to stop talking bad about other Republicans. He's got to stop with the name calling. He's got to stop with the demagoguery. And he's going to have to talk about policy. If he keeps doing what he did in 2016, he's going to lose yep. not only the primary, but he'll absolutely, positively, without question, lose the general. No matter how bad Biden is and how bad Harris is, the country does not want the same old thing that he did back then. So he's going to have to grow up and be a little less childish about the name calling. We're not going with that anymore. Quite frankly, it turns me off, and it makes everybody who he's calling a name look that much better than him. He's got to run on what he did. And as sad as it is, he has to explain that to the American people, even the people on the right. He has to explain what he did with the economy. He has to explain what he did about the the standing of the United States on the world stage. He's got to explain what he did with the military. He's got to explain what he tried to do to dismantle the swamp. Yep. The Schedule F thing, I wish he would have done it much earlier in his presidency because he would have been able to fire a whole bunch of political placements at places like the State Department, yep. Department of Justice, Treasury Department, IRS, the Department of Education, because they're protected. The yep. Schedule F move was going to make them fireable if, if there was action to do that instead of those people being protected by civil service protections. So he needs to explain to people the, re- the general rhetoric. We already got it. We heard it last time around. Everybody heard it. But there is still a very potent and deep-pocketed Trump derangement syndrome faction on the left coast and, and, and the east coast. 
and they haven't stopped. If you read Rob Reiner's tweets and the tweets from people coming out of Hollywood, you would think that Trump was Satan. Yeah. And they're not stopping every day, 20, 30, 40 times. Just hang out on Twitter for a little bit. You'll see it. So he's got to stop being about the cult of personality, and he's got to start talking and explaining his accomplishments and what he did to make it better to be an American during his tenure. Mm-hmm. If he keeps going with the name-calling and the general stuff, this is just going to be about, do you like Trump or do you not like Trump? That's what the Democrats want to run against again, because they haven't done anything besides spend and get us very, very close to global conflict. Right. So they need to deflect going into the into the election. And if they could turn back to, hey, orange man, bad, mm-hmm. and get Kathy Griffin out there and all of the other idiots from the far left who don't know what they're talking about, screaming that this guy is horrible, mm-hmm. the people who don't pay attention to the left will go back over to the left like they did during the midterms. And the Republicans, who should win this time around with ease, will lose. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's got to change. Now, President Joe Biden and his administration do not want to acknowledge the fact that there is a growing danger of Russia and China <laughs> joining forces. Or the fact, get this, that their proxies, Iran, North Korea, Pakistan, and Algeria, have formed a brand new axis. You talk about the axis of evil? These guys are evil. China and Russia are already simpatico. They've got a they've got a statement of understanding and, and friendship that they've had. The Chinese are, are are looking the other way when everything else is going towards Russia. Russia is accepting drones and missiles from from North Korea and Iran. This whole thing is already formed. Yep. Russia and China are on record as saying that their main goal this is going back almost twenty thirty years. Mm-hmm is to eliminate the United States from being the superpower on the planet. And they're very close to being able to do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our government here is, is missing in action when it comes to what, what we need to do on the world stage. And the conflict between Ukraine and Russia, it's got to be played very carefully. Because if we get into conflict over there where we're overcommitted, and right now with all of the armaments that we've sent over there and all of the money and the advisors we have on the ground, it takes one little bit more to be overcommitted in that conflict to the point where we will not be able to execute if something else happens on the planet in a elongated way. And I'm talking about China. Right. China's waiting for it. They're waiting for it. And if we're stupid enough to overcommit in Ukraine, I'm not saying that we don't have to make a difference so that Ukraine wins, but it's got to be their war. It can't be another Vietnam. It just can't. Yep. Yep. You know, the EU has to step up and take the lead on this one. We'll be a part of NATO, but we can't lead this thing. No. It's got to be left to the people who are closest to the action, and we better start looking west from Washington, D.C. for a threat that's already here. The Chinese are already making big inroads intellectually into our culture. TikTok, they're they're gleaning data to figure out how to touch you individually, not to overtly propagandize, but to mold your thinking about society and culture so that suddenly 
Chinese and the way that they think doesn't look so bad. And judging from the way that college students are coming out of college, where, where China's invested a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort, when these kids are saying, well, you know, socialism doesn't seem to be so bad. Let's try it. I'd say they're doing a good job. All righty. I got to let you go. I'll talk to you on Friday morning. Have yourself a great day and stay dry. Stay low, my friend. All right. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com is the website. UndergroundUSA.com. Go over there. Check it out. Check out all the great things that he's got going for himself over there. And we'll be right back with more on the Captain's America Third Watch. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you, and head on over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack. It comes straight to you, circumventing the censors. Very important getting into 2024. Support independent journalism. Otherwise, you just keep feeding from the same disinformation trough. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.